Verulam Sports. Hello and welcome again to Verulam Sport Podcasting. And I tell you what, I know it's been a really challenging uh, 2020, hasn't it? And so I felt, as the presenter and producer of Verulam Sport, what we could all use is a little bit of positivity and some strong tips and guidance about how we can make 2021 a special one for us all. So I've turned to a man who is maybe the most positive man that I know. It is Luton's own former British Commonwealth European and world boxing champion. He's now a bona fide world-class performance coach, a master practitioner of NLP, and a guy who knows a thing or two about human ontology, no less. It's Luton's own Billy Schwer. Welcome back, Billy. Let's get ready to rumble. Here we go again. (laughs) It's great to be with you, Tony. It's always a pleasure. Hey, Billy, I really appreciate that. As I say, really appreciate your attitude because goodness knows it's been a charging year, 2020, hasn't it? It's almost in the books. Uh, and it's I think great we'd be naive. So you, mentioned, you mentioned attitude. That's, yes. That's, if I may interrupt, because for us all, for the listeners out there, is your attitude having you win or lose? Mm-hmm. That's the place to look. It's a great conversation, attitude. Yes. Are you winning and losing with your attitude? Do you know Sorry, what I love about that, Billy? Not at all, Billy. I appreciate it. Do you know what I love about that? And we're going to delve into your seven-step formula in just a second. But what I love about attitude is because no matter what's going on in the world, and goodness knows it's been a strange one, and it's not going to get any yeah. cleaner, I don't think, any signs soon. But no. that attitude is something that you, me, uh, anybody has the capacity to control, isn't it? And I think that's the great power of attitude. I'd love your take on that. Absolutely, Tony, and it's so right. It's so, it's something to be looked at and inquired into, and yeah, just just have a look at our, your own attitude because my part of my step number one of my seven step winning formula is win or lose, you choose. So it's about the choices that we're making, the conscious choices, but mm. then also there's unconscious choices that we're going to be making, which will impact our performance. It will impact our attitude our mood, everything, every aspect of our, of our lives and choosing to be, have, the, have a different attitude. That's a choice again, choosing to be in a good mood or you can choose to be upset or you can choose to be in any way that you like and that's a choice. And if you think you don't have a choice, that is a choice in and of itself. That's the thing to get. That's so fascinating on so many levels. And you know what? I love that. Again, it's such a good starting point because, again, it is perhaps maybe the only thing we have true control over. But what I'm fascinated about then moving into step two of your seven-step formula, KO fear, because sometimes, and I know I'm guilty of this as the next man, I think it is our fears dressed up as excuses that leads us perhaps to make less than positive choices, which of course then reflects our attitude. So Billy, tell me, how can we go about KOing fear? Well, you're right because choosing, when or lose, you choose. You've got to choose your future, choose the life that you're leading moment by moment, day by day, month by month, year by year. But there's things that stop us Mm. from making those choices and moving forward, like you say. And fear can be a big stopper for lots of people. It can sometimes paralyze us. Mm. And it really, if you think about that, is who do you be in the face of fear? That's Mm. something to consider. I mean, would being being able to confront and overcome your fear be of value to you? It's like, 
Would you like to be fearless? Because that's available. If you could really just figure out what is it that you're confronted by? What is it that you're fearful of? And then once you dismantle it, because mm-hmm. one, of the things that I, the, uh, one of the things that I really love about fear is a great saying. It's like face everything and rise. Mm-hmm. So if you could find the courage just to face what it is that you're fearful of, and it's a bit like having those conversations with the people that you care about, mm-hmm. or the people that are important to you, or place of work, having those difficult conversations, because we're, we're uncertain of the mm-hmm. future of what may happen, and that, that stops a lot of us from taking action. So you've got to choose that, though. You've got to powerfully choose to then go and confront and challenge yourself consistently over time. Mm-hmm. And then your life will show up different. Your life will be different if you can find that courage. Because have a look in your life. Where would you like to be more courageous? Mm-hmm. And I wonder what that would open up for you if you could find the courage to really confront yourself. And what, what would that make available? On the other side of fear, that's... That's where the magic happens, Indeed. on the other side of it. And I just want to remind everybody that Billy Schwartz knows precisely what he's talking about here. He has uh, demonstrated that attitude to become a bona fide world boxing champion, um, then actually faced and very open in a fantastic book, which I've personally read, Man Up the World Champion Way, uh, that then there was identity issues post-career because goodness knows so much was invested in those successes. To go down to those depths and have the capacity, the strength of character to come out even stronger now as a true master of human ontology, uh, Billy. It's a real credit to you. You totally live your words, and I really value that. And moving on, um, so for me there, it's not necessarily KOing fear, but having the capacity to KO fear, because fear never goes away. But I think this next (laughs) one is really critical. And tell me just about how we can frame it and how we can make it personal. But I love this one, fight for what you want. Tell us a bit more. So you mentioned about when I, the transition that I made from being a professional boxer, so the transition to being life in this so-called real world, I really struggled. Mm. And I am a cliche. I am mm. lots of ex-athletes. You hear about it so often. Mm. We go through depression. We go through a divorce. We go bankrupt. And I did mm. all of those things. I had a loss of identity. I didn't really know who Billy was because Mm. I was always Billy the boxer from a kid of eight years of age. And my training and my conditioning was to fight, defend, resist, confront, and attack. Mm -hmm. So that worked in the boxing environment, but it just didn't work in life. It didn't work in my marriage. Ask my ex-wife, she'll tell you. (laughs) It It just didn't work. But the thing was, Tony, I didn't know how to be any other way than mm. Billy the Boxer. Mm. And that was the challenge for me. And that's why I've been on this journey of discovery, really, about human beings and why we do what we do and how some of us end up where we end up and some of us get better results than others. And so why is it that I produce world-class results? And why did I go into the ring prepared to die? Mm. What was that about? Where did that come from? It just fascinates me. And then step three is fight for what you want because not not lots of it. We don't always know what it is that we do want. Lots of us know what we don't want through our life experience, which I discovered when I retired from boxing. I went through that, the chaos, Mm. the suffering, the mental breakdowns. Well, I was really clear about I don't want that in my life. So Mm -hmm. 
win or lose, you choose. I had to choose a new future mm. for myself. I had to choose a new pathway. And it wasn't easy. And it's taken some time. And I had to confront and overcome my fear because I didn't know who Billy was. Mm. So I had to surrender Billy the boxer because it wasn't serving Billy. Those attributes that I had, aggressive, domineering, mm. I was self-centered, I was just rah, rah, that kind, of, that kind of way of being. That was great in the boxing ring, but again, it just didn't work in life. And that was the challenge. And fighting for what you want is really to get clarity of your vision. What, so mm -hmm. 2021, what do we want that to look like? What's the outcomes that we want? What are the results that we want to produce for ourselves and our lives? But it's really getting clear, what do you want? For yourself and, and in that life. regard billy i uh, really just value how on the money you are and how much you've lived this truly i'm fascinated to uh, to learn from you here when we say fight for what you want does that effect get improved generally speaking when the vision is really crystal clear or is it something that we have to work through and have maybe a broad vision first or again is that unique to each and every single body's unique experiences I think it's unique and different for us all because we are all so different. The yeah. way that we think, our interpretation of situations, mm -hmm. circumstances will be different. So then it's, a, it is a, it's a, a journey that we have to go through. So then you can look at what do you want for yourself, fight for what you want what, in a career, in relationships, in your financial well-being, in your health, fitness and well-being. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of different aspects to our lives. I believe you need to really encompass mental, mm -hmm. physical, and nutritional fitness. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking as an athlete. So I look at people as athletes. And I think if people would consider themselves more as an athlete, not a couch potato, but yeah. an athlete, someone to get off the couch, move their body. And I don't mean you've got to go and box for 12 rounds. I don't mean anything. <laughs> it's just a case of, doing something you may not have done before. Go for a walk, walk mm. uphill, go and find some hills to walk. Nutrition, what are we eating? What are we taking care of? Mm. What we're putting in our bodies? And then the mental wellness is so important, especially yeah. what we're going through now. Lots of people are suffering with it. And it's being, being able to be with yourself in these times of suffering and struggling. And they're very, very different. It's being able to adapt and manage yourself I'm all about the transformation of uh -huh. self and transcending yourself. So I, I, I've, I've taken up meditation, which I've been sort of big into for the last three years. And that's been a really big help for me to just keep some clarity of vision, some calmness, some stillness, to be mm. able to sit down with yourself. Not many, It's a struggle for many people. Mm. But, but to be able to sit down with yourself in a chair for five, 10, 15, 20 minutes, an hour, however long that is. I do guided meditation, but I can sit down now, Tony, and I, I can sit down for a couple of hours sometimes, mm. just on my own, be with myself and my thoughts. And just yeah. the way that I look at that is training our minds rather than letting them run loose and run riot through us, through our lives and our futures. It's weird, it's really isn't it, Billy, that we are often our own worst enemies, mentally yeah. speaking. Yeah, and I know all about that because I've, I've been there. When I was going through a bankruptcy, when I was going through a divorce, mm. my mental breakdown, I was so, 
And that's why I came up with the words mentor boxing. Those mm. two words came together around that time, mentor boxing, because I realized I was having a mental boxing match with mm. myself and the voice in my head. And that's, that's something that we're all experiencing on a daily basis. So just being aware of it, first and foremost, going, oh, well, who's this speaking? Is it really me? Yeah. Is this me mm -hmm. having this conversation with me? Then if you can separate yourself, your voice from your... And just uh, the way that I look at it is like, look at, just imagine you're in a helicopter and you're mm -hmm. going above yourself. So you've got to just observe yourself. Once you start to observe yourself, then you can go, kind of get free from yourself mm -hmm. a little. You can separate yourself from yourself and your voice in your head and what you're up to and your thoughts because we are, we're, we're a victim of our thoughts and mm. our feelings and our emotions because they're like, the way that I look at those things, they're like clowns. They drift yeah. in and out. They're blowing around. They're, some of them are good. Some of them are bad. And so it's just really managing self. Then you, once you, then you, once you start to really manage yourself, then as you mentioned, step three, fight for what you want then you can get really clear about what it is that you do want rather mm -hmm. than defending and surviving and suffering mm -hmm. through the moment of what you have. Once you separate yourself from yourself, then you can really get clear and focus on a future that you want to create, the future that you want to live into, which is very important because that gives us a certain way of being in this present moment. And the future we're living into, which is step number four, is you're yeah. only good as your next five, which is Just all Just really about quickly on that, Billy, because I'm loving your metaphors here. And again, I really, really value your insights. And I'm sure it's going to be powerful for many people listening here. And you've come on to this next one. You're only as good as your next fight. So I guess that's future projection. But yes. how important within the now, building towards that next fight, is it to take ownership of the history that we've led, as you've explained your own demons that you've wrestled, your own discovery of self? How does that relationship work with the awareness that you've made clear here that indeed we each and all of us are only as good as that next bout? Yes. This is, for me is so, so powerful. And it was one of the things that really had me get through my really depressive time, the struggle that I had, was getting out of my head. Because if we focus on what we don't want, mm -hmm. right, especially if we focus on the past. Yeah. Now, we, the past may not be the kind of past that you're proud of or you, you want to talk about. You may have done things that you want to kind of leave in the past, but some of us dwell in the past for too long and we get stuck in it. If you get stuck in the past and if you're thinking about the past and even if you're thinking about the present moment and the trouble is with the present moment, if you, if you don't like the present moment and you're not happy with it, if that's where your focus is going, you're going to get more of it mm. because you get more of what you think about. Mm. So we have to be very careful of where we're placing our thoughts and placing our energy because where where energy, when you're, where your focus goes, energy will flow. Yeah. So be mindful of where you're placing your focus and your energy. Because once you live into a future that you're, is a creation, rather than mm -hmm. being a victim of our situation, our circumstances, if we can be responsible, that's the bit to get. Mm -hmm. You are fully responsible for your life, the way that it is, the way that it's not, everything. So once you get ownership of that, and again, I can only speak from my own experience, mm -hmm. because when I retired from boxing, I ended up becoming a victim of my situation. Mm -hmm. That's why I wrecked my marriage. That's why I went through depression. And the impact of it, I made some bad choices. I ended up going bankrupt. 
And I was fully responsible for that, but I didn't realize that at the time, and I was just being a victim. Mm. And then when I got ownership of that, my situation, everything that in my life was, I caused it all, then I kind of, it freed me up to a degree to really create a different future. So then once I really got that, I remember I was in a training session mm -hmm. working on this area and it hit me like a ton of bricks in the chest. I really got that, oh, I am fully responsible for my future. So, okay, now I better do something about it. So then the future started to occur different. Mm -hmm. But then in that same moment, the past, the victim mentality that I had, mm -hmm. it started to disappear. So that's, I then started to create a whole new future. And that's, that's astonishing. That's so, so because the way you consider yourself involves entirely then, doesn't it? And in a weird way, all those horrible experiences, all that self-doubt uh, oh. and the awful experiences that you live through, and I'm sure many live through similar, um, they don't necessarily become negatives. I know they, they, they happened, oh. they were negative, but they were just They're steps the along a journey, I guess. <laughs> they will be, they will be, Tony, the best things that could have happened to you. So that's the hardship that we have to endure, the suffering, the pain. Yeah, turn them around, utilize them and leverage them. Don't have them use you and mm -hmm. disempower you and have you suffer more. No, we got to take responsibility, get our power back, mm -hmm. ownership of the, of the suffering, the pain. That's great. Those things are great. And then move forward, having had those experiences and then create the new future. And then once you design that new future, that will feed back to you in the mm. present moment and have you feel good because, Tony, I'm happier, more fulfilled and satisfied right now, today, than I've ever been, ever. And I, I, I Honestly, really, Billy, I've always valued your company. It just energizes me and I'm sure it's going to energize other people. I appreciate your truth. And as I say, the crucial thing for me is the great culture of habits that you've learned and that you're capable of teaching and impressing on others. And it's really led to some great successes. I love your metaphors as well, Billy. I think they're brilliant. And then I also appreciate how all of these seven tie together when you come to think about it. If you could it just encapsulate the final three, again, with that boxing metaphor so key to uh, yes. this journey, take it on the chin, jab and move, and box clever. How do they complete the picture? Well, actually, boxing is a great metaphor for life. Things are going to happen. Step number five, take it on the chin. Things in life are not always going to go your way. Have you ever noticed that? It's just, it's just impossible. What's the old one about the best laid plans, Billy? That's, that's uh, exactly, exactly, exactly. So, you know what? The suffering, the hardship, the, the, the mistakes that we may have made, it's okay. Take them on the chin. Mm -hmm. Take the lessons. Learn from the experience. And then move forward with the, with the experience. Because... In life, that's how we learn. We learn through experience. Mm -hmm. You could go to university, read books, as I did. So I'm a carpenter by trade. And I could so such a great, such a great story. I was in the classroom learning about how to be a carpenter. So I did my City and Gills exams. So we would be in the classroom and then we'd be in the workshop, we would be baking things, and then we'd go out on site. And it was completely different. <laughs> it was nothing like the classroom. The oh, real thing was this real world, fun. I tell you what, there's yeah. no books for it. Eh? <laughs> and that's it. So 
each and every one of us, the experiences that you've had, that's your learning. Mm -hmm. Because you can, you can read so many books. There's so much great knowledge out there. But mm -hmm. unless you go and implement the knowledge, go and have an experience with the knowledge, that's how you learn. Mm -hmm. so you've got to get the knowledge from somewhere, from podcasts, from reading books, from university, wherever you want to get them from. And then you've got to implement the knowledge and mm -hmm. then get into action and move forward and live the experience. And that's how we grow and develop and learn. And that's how, we, that's, that's how I'm living a 10 out of 10 life. I'm, I'm 10 out of 10 awesome. because I've, I've taken my life on such that I'm, I'm alive. I feel alive yeah. and I'm energetic. I'm, and my life is not perfect. I am not perfect. I'm far from perfect. But it's... Um, my life is a creation. Mm -hmm. so, so taking it on the chin is so important for us all. Take it on the chin, take the lessons, move forward. So step six, jab and move. So as a boxer, we are always looking for new approaches, mm -hmm. new ways of winning. Now, if you think of it, if you always do what you've always done, you're always going to get what you've always got. Now, that's a great sound. I think Henry Ford said it. So what a great quote. And think about that, guys. If things are not working out for yourself and your life, mm -hmm. maybe it's time to make some changes. You need to look at a new approach, a new way of winning, because if things are not, that takes courage just to interrupt yeah. and disrupt yourself and your thoughts, your feelings. Let's disrupt it and move somewhere else and get some advice, get some lessons from somebody else who's lived it. If somebody's lived and breathed what you're looking to achieve, Go and speak to them, read their stuff. What have they done that I need to do now? Mm -hmm. What do I need to implement in my life? What changes do I need to make? Because we don't know it all. And it's okay mm -hmm. not to know it all. We can't expect to have every... The wisdom comes with the experience. And it takes years to get the experience and the wisdom. Mm -hmm. But jabbing and moving is so crucial for, for us to win more often. And when I talk about winning more often and not winning every time, because it's, it's impossible to win every time. Yeah. If you're winning more often over time, you'll win the game. Yes. And look at life as a game. It's a game. You're going to win some, you're going to lose some. But if you're moving towards mm -hmm. the outcome, the life that you want, if you're moving towards that, you're going to... You're going to be happier. You're going to be mm -hmm. more fulfilled. You're going to be more satisfied with what you've got. And you're going to enjoy the journey because it's mm -hmm. all about the journey. Mm -hmm. We hear that all the time. Enjoy the journey. But it's hard, it's hard to really acknowledge that if you're not enjoying if you've got a tough journey that you're in at the moment. But there is, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. So if you're in a deep, dark place, which I've been, I've been there. Yeah. I've been to the depths of despair, broken down. I always believed there was a light at the end of the tunnel and I stuck with it and I stuck with it and I stuck with it and I eventually figured it out, got my way, got my way, I found a way out of it. And that was, for, and that was through reading and education, mm -hmm. really. Going to seminars, reading books, talking to people, listening to podcasts, listening to CDs. That's the way that I kind of created the new Billy. And that's, that's what, that, is what, that is what's speaking to you right now. Not Billy the Boxer. There's elements of Billy the Boxer in Billy. Of course. Who Billy? 
Billy, and what that, you've communicated is so, so critical, and I'm hoping will benefit so many people right now, and as I know you do, in your, every single working day of your life, and just every single living day of it, of course. Uh, it's also very clever, but also, I think, very uh, practical, because again, it comes down to that fact that you lived this and you made those positive choices. But using that word clever again, uh, sum it up for us in box clever, the final step in the seven step formula. And it really is box clever. And it's about really looking at who's in your corner, who's got your back. Because I, I would never become a world boxing champion without having a team in my mm -hmm. corner. I was so fortunate to have a great team of people in my corner. Because, yeah, win or lose, you choose. You've got to choose your team very carefully. KO your fear. you got fight for what you want but without the team around you you're, yep. you're gonna fail you're gonna make mistakes but it's getting that team around you because yes they're the people that are going to support you guide you inspire uplift empower you to really fulfill on what's important to you and your life and without teamwork the dream don't work it ain't gonna work so surround yourself with a, your the a team remember the a team get them in your corner Hey, I tell you what, Dennis, love it when a plan comes together. And uh, <laughs> Billy, I got to tell you, it, this has been truly phenomenal for me. Honestly, you've, you've helped me, and I'm sure that's going to help a whole heap of others too. If you want to get Billy in your corner and learn a little bit more about these crucial seven steps to success in 2021, I would encourage you to uh, check out his book, which is absolutely fantastic, Man Up, The World Champion Way. But because we've all had to adapt and pivot, usually Billy operates on a one-to-one -one basis, but it's uh, going to be a bit of a, uh, I think, eight-person masterclass. The spaces are filling up very quickly. Billy, how can one of our listeners get in there, get in, engage with you and learn from you and have you in their corner for this masterclass? So I've got designed and created because of the, the way that this year's gone. So I'm, I'm working with the public in groups. Obviously, that's disappeared. So the, the book, the world chat, the man up the world champion way is a, it's about, it's a different methodology from the seven steps. I've created a success formula. So I'm working, I'm working now with a team which starts in January, a small group of eight mm -hmm. guys. So we've got a couple of places left and we're going to be going working together for 12 weeks. It's a mental boxing training camp. So we'll be together for three months of the year of next year to really work on and dismantle and really create ourselves anew so we can hit 2021 hit it hard and hit it fast but create create a new future for each and every one of us it sounds phenomenal billy and i tell you what they've got a great mentor in your good self um people listening in may be eager to become one of those few only a few people can get access to this now what's the best way to engage and find out more Come, come, I'm on all the social media platforms. Come and message me. Go to my website, billyschwer.com. Just get, get a message to me. You can do that on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, anywhere like that. Get a message to me. And it's an application process. So mm -hmm. we, it, takes, it takes a bit of a figuring out whether you're going to be right for the, for the program. So it's a two-way thing. You need to figure out whether I'm right for you or whether you're right for the program. So... It's all about having a conversation and seeing where it goes from there. And have an open mind. And I tell you what, I think you're in for a winner if you are able to get involved with this. 
Billy, just before I let you go, um, because, you know, this has been mind-blowingly important for me personally, um, but obviously you were, uh, in a previous life, a bona fide world champion. I want to get your thoughts ahead of what we're all boxing fans around the world are hoping for in 2021, touching on wood and all that. I'm talking, of course, about the unification, perhaps, of the World Heavyweight Championships. AJ, Watford's own AJ versus Tyson Fury. AJ looked real good in his last bout. Fury's last bout, he had to go back to February, where in chaos he looked incredible against Deontay Wilder. Thoughts on this one? First of all, do you think we're likely to see it in 2021? And if so, who do you think has the edge? We all want to see that fight, don't we? Such a huge world champion fight. The undisputed heavyweight championship. That'd be just incredible. So I'm hoping it does happen next year. And it all depends on who shows up on the night. Tyson Fury, if he shows up the way he showed up against Deontay Wilder, number two, I think he will will take the fight. I think he's got the beating of Mm -hmm. uh, AJ. He's, he's just very difficult to beat because he's so big and so long and he's a good boxer. I think he's a tough man to beat if he shows up in the night the way that he can do. I think he's going to be hard to beat. But AJ can, can listen, boxing, anything can happen in a fight. Indeed. And AJ can get inside. He can bust him up. He's a puncher. So he... Anything, it's an exciting fight. It's a really exciting fight. And it's for the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. Let's, re- let's really, really hope that they can get it on in 2021. You know, Billy, I just want to quickly circle back to AJ. And I think you made some great points. Personally, I make uh, Fury the slight favourite. I think he's got better pugilistic skills. Although AJ, yes. of course, is a gold medalist. Um, but again, we talk about, you know, choose win or choose lose. KO fear. Surround yourself with a good team. Do you think that the loss... Um, that AJ had to Ruiz would it be something that he now looks back on positively from the experiences and maybe the strength that he can draw from that defeat? I think he has, and you're right. It's about learning from those past experiences. And if you've got the right attitude, which he definitely has, AJ's yeah. got a great attitude. He's got a great team of people around him. He has got, he's a, he is an X, he's got the X factor. Mm-hmm. So he will learn from that. He will grow and develop from that. And he will be a better fighter from that because it's all about how you come back from your setbacks, your defeats. And that's for us all to think about that mm-hmm. in life. Take it on the chin. He's taking it on the chin. He's regrouped. He's learned his lessons and he's moved on. So that's the message for us all. Yep. Because we're not going to get what we want all the time in life. There's lessons in all those experiences. Let's learn from them and then move forward. Absolutely. And in order to do just that, Billy, I know many people will massively benefit uh, from engaging with yourself. Once again, just hit us up with your best website, please. BillySchwer.com. Easy to find me. If you want to find me, you can find me. I'm easy. Like the A-Team, and I'll tell you what, I love it when the plan comes together, as I've said already before, and there is something of the Mr. T in you too, sir, I tell you. But, uh, <laughs> Billy, what can I tell you? I'd like to take a moment to thank you very much indeed for your time. I would like to wish you and yours a special 2021. I know that's exactly what you're going to create. Uh, but for now, once again, a big thank you for your company and your fantastic uh, nuggets of wisdom. Thank you very much. 
Tony, it's an absolute pleasure. I love talking to you. It's always a pleasure. And I will speak to you in 2021, I have no doubt. Hey, I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to. Billy Sher previews once again the AJ um, Josh uh, Fury fight when it's definitely on the cards. Looking yes. forward to that already. Let's Thank manifest you. it. But there we go. Yes. Have yourself a good one, Billy. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Great talking to you.